I'm Chris Carter, the Locked On Steelers podcast. Today on the show, we'll take you inside the Steelers locker room to show you a team that doesn't look like it's panicking just yet, but are they showing the right sense of urgency before a huge game against the Colts? We'll examine that here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, as always, you can find this show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. To get started now, Steelers fans, you're tuning into this show. You're you're trying to see how things are actually looking as the Steelers play a crucial game against the Colts after dropping two terrible games. And if we're looking around right now, the whole town is pretty has been pretty restless. There's been lots of talk about the direction of the team. Should they fire Mike Tomlin? All those kinds of discussions. And it's after those two terrible losses that I've said on this very show, the questions are warranted. After losses, after loss like that, these were unprecedented two two weeks of failure that blew an opportunity that's for the Steelers to claim a chance at being at, at having at having right behind the one seed race. If they had won those two games, instead of being seven and six, they'd be nine and four, tied with the Miami Dolphins, a half game of the of the Ravens in the in the one seed position, and feeling pretty good about themselves right now. Confidence would be at an all time high. There's a lot of things that could be going right for them right now, but. That's not where they're at. They're seven and six, and they're they're one of right now six different teams that have seven and six as their record. They they have the tiebreaker that puts them ahead of all of them, but all that will change if they lose to the Colts this upcoming weekend after these two terrible losses. So now you're fighting for your p- playoff lives. Should that be panic mode for the Steelers? Well, went into the Steelers locker room yesterday, and it doesn't seem like it is. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Or if it's a sign that things aren't going to, you know, if if things start to go bad on Saturday against the Colts, if anything will happen to turn the game around. To get to my point here, I talked to a few players in in the locker room on Tuesday when we got in there. Here was Broderick Jones, and he's just a rookie. But I wanted to see how is the rookie handling the situation? How does he see the leaders around him? Talking about this kind of stuff. Here's Broderick Jones in the Steelers locker room when I asked him those questions. There's a lot of talk after last week about you know, messages and leaders, players need to step up. Who are some of the guys in the offense who might have you know, said, you know, giving guys messages You know, everybody has an opinion. Um, Coach always leaves the floor open for anybody who has anything to say or want to address. So, you know, everybody has the floor, but you know, those offensive leaders like the older guys like Isaac. Kenny, Mitch, you know, people like that, they always got some, you know, just a, like an input to, to tell us or, you know, something that we need to work on, like as a whole or something. So, Man, he, he, he's a great guy. Um, you know, he's intense, you know, like he doesn't show it a lot because he's so calm, but like you can just tell like by his demeanor and everything. So like I get that feeling because, you know, I come from a program like that. So it's it's, it's kind of it's, it's nice, you know, just knowing like he he can get amped up, 
but he doesn't, you know, because he wants to keep it calm and cool, you know, just for and save it for Saturday. So. It's always the same mindset, you know. For us, like it's like nothing changes, you know. At the end of the day, it's still football, you know. Um, he's gonna try and get us pumped up each and every week, no matter who we're playing. So. His way of like ramping things up might not be getting loud about it, but might be challenging you guys in different ways. Yeah, yeah, he'll definitely challenge us in different ways. Um, like he challenged the O line. Like each and every time I see him, he wants us to be, you know, as perfect as we can be. Um, you know, everything's not going to be perfect, but you know, just to the best of our ability. Um, he always telling us what he wants, and you know, we always try and do the best we can to, you know, just to prove him right. So. So there you have Broderick Jones. And it, it sounds a lot like, you know, he's saying like nothing's changing as far as the message. The message stays the same. You have to meet the expectations. And, and Coach Tomlin is push is pushing them in certain directions. I'm sure Pat Meyer is doing the same thing. Um, and, I, you know, I kind of get that, 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 that sense for respect and saying like, hey, you know, the the message the message is still is is still you guys need to get the job done we we got a challenge this week this week let's meet the challenge and you know as as bad as the last two weeks have been the Steelers have met the challenge several times this year already it's why they have a winning record it's why they it would be a playoff team if the playoffs started today but they still have to address some things they still have to change things and this kind of goes back to uh you know what's been getting what's been being we've been getting set around around the team as they've dealt with these losses and last week Deontay Johnson said some things that caught that caught people's eyes as, as far as him talking about it admitting like hey maybe we took a team too lightly well he had a similar quote today or excuse me yesterday where I thought it was it was kind of telling when he when he brought this up here's Deontay Johnson we were asking him questions and he gives the kind of same note here to start he's like I'm like hey you know we're 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 not panicking we're staying focused it's about the work if we do the work we'll see the results you hear that and at the end there of this quote here listen specifically for what he says because it's it's going to be something that will perk your ears up here's Deontay Johnson in the Steelers locker room has there been a sense of urgency or a message for a sense of urgency as far as the offensive leaders and you guys in the room coming together uh yeah but I mean I <laughs> Our focus is just go out there and make plays and just start fast. I mean, just, like I said, it's all this starting fast or what can we do to change the offense, like it's simple, bro. Just go practice and go play hard. There's nothing crazy about the whole situation. Just go play and then, you know what I'm saying, your effort's going to show. For what has it like Tom been like as a coach? Has he, has he changed anything out of these two games or challenged you guys in any different ways to push, push harder? He challenged us to give us give more, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, he know we can play better than what we've been playing. Uh, I feel like we've just been playing down to nothing against the two teams we play. We just played down to their level on, on that past week. And like I said, once we do that, it's hard to you know recover. So I feel like once we get back out in front where we normally be, we're going to be fine. Two more? There you have it, Deontay, Deontay Johnson saying he feels like they played down to their level, and that's the very thing we've been talking about as far as how the Steelers are getting themselves into trouble with some of these teams that they shouldn't be getting in trouble with. And he even says that Mike Tomlin's saying, "I need more from you. I need to. Do, I need more from you so that we're not in those situations." That's that. That's very. That's very interesting to hear from Deontay Johnson, and it, that, that this playing down to opponents factor. It's something that people bring up all the time with Mike Tomlin. And listen, Mike Tomlin has a record of 134 and one against teams with losing records. It's not like he always loses to opponents uh, that, that, that that to losing opponents and bad teams. But the Steelers have have this season, at least in the past, especially in the past two weeks, 
allow themselves to toil with teams that they that they should not be toiling with and that's the problem there and that word toil was used by Minka Fitzpatrick in a different tone that I think strikes at the problem here because again it's not like the Steelers didn't know we've talked we talked to players we talked to coaches we've seen everybody they weren't surprised by anything the Patriots the Cardinals did it wasn't that they didn't prepare the right way to get ready for the game they didn't execute on on game day they didn't have the right they they, they didn't they didn't have the, the, the right tone in the in the game they met they missed obvious and easy layup opportunities to take over those games and they can't afford to miss those moments. And I think it goes back to what Minka Fitzpatrick said after the Patriots game and you know how that how that addresses the team. If play, if if the players are preparing for what teams are doing but they aren't following through, what is what what's the difference that has to happen there? And Minka Fitzpatrick said, "Quote, I think too many people don't want to toil for it. They just want to walk out here and think that they're going to make plays and that and think that they're going to perform at a high level. I think we have we have more people or I think we need to have more people who want to work for it and not and not and not expect it to be handed to them and that was a that was a tone that I thought was very strong coming out of that game make it Fitzpatrick obviously a leader obviously a person in the locker room that you want ever to galvanize people and to challenge people and we've seen him challenge people plenty of times in his, in his career already the Steelers need more uh, need more of that right now especially with all the different things that they need to clean up moving forward Cam Hayward I asked him specifically about what Minka said and how that how that plays into how the Steelers have taken this approach. And I've also asked Cam Hayward, how have you seen Mike Tomlin handle this 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 situation? Because he's been with Mike Tomlin as long as anybody. In fact, he's been with Mike Tomlin longer than anybody on the roster right now. And so he probably has better a better sense of where Tomlin is right now compared to other times where they faced adversity. I'll get to what Cam said on the other side of the break here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast because I think it was that was the this was the more clear message that I thought came out about that he that he put out there about where the team's at and what has to happen this week if they're going to turn things around. We'll get to that in a minute here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Stick with us. We We still have a lot to discuss. But first, we want to remind you, this episode is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook is the number one sportsbook in America, and as the NFL season is getting ready for the playoffs, there's no better place to put your action down than FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with simply winning a $5 money line bet. That's right, just $150 back if your team wins when you bet on their money line. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use to bet on spreads player props, over-unders, and so much more. There's so many different ways to win with FanDuel Sportsbook and so many different sports. It's not just the NFL. You could look at the NBA, the NHL, college basketball. The bowl seasons are coming back for college football. You get, you think you got some key matchups that you, that you think you can win money on? That's where you go to, to FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America, and get and stake your claim. And again, if you're if you're a new customer, guess what? You get a really big chance here to get that $150 in bonus bets back for just simply hitting a $5 bet. And to do, take advantage of that, go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, and that'll get you ready to take on the rest of the NFL season and get you ready as the, as the rest of sports also kicks into high, high gear. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get, to get the deals that you won't want to miss. And at FanDuel, an official partner of of the NFL. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter. We continue our discussion here because as I said, you, you hear the tone from Broderick Jones, you hear the tone from Deontay Johnson, and these don't seem like guys that are that are like, you know, 
propped up and being like, like this is do or die week. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like that. And it makes you wonder, is that a problem? Like, like if the Steelers lose this game, they begin to, they're in a position where they have to win out after, after this game to have a chance to, to, to make, to make the playoffs or not a chance to make, no, I think actually if they lose this game, they do have to win out because the Colts are a team that you can't lose to the Colts and the Bengals are two games that you have to win. I think with their current standing, they can afford to lose one of the Seahawks and Ravens games and still be in a good position. But if they if they lose to, to the Colts or the Bengals, those are two seven and six teams that they cannot afford to give a leg uh, give the, either of those teams a leg up. And with all the teams that are struggling at seven six right now, you cannot you you have to be able to fight through and beat those teams. Put the, put as many of them beneath you in the standings as possible when you get those shots. So. I, you know, I thought, you know, asking these questions would get more of a sense of urgency, but this team just seems focused and just saying, hey, we're not worried about, you know, what ifs and things outside. We're worried about what's right in front of us while getting things right in practice. Cam Hayward, who, by the way, practiced on Tuesday, typically a day where that would be like a Wednesday on a normal Steelers practice week. Remember, this game is Saturday, so everything's kind of moved up a day. Cam Hayward practiced and he said, like, you know, hey, I, I sat enough this year when I was on injured reserve. I want to show you how Cam Hayward, sound, what Cam Hayward sounded like the captain of the team, the guy that kind of sets the message for everybody else. We asked him about his about him seeing a sense of urgency here and how he what he thought of Mika Fitzpatrick's comments and how he's seen Mike Tomlin handle the Steelers uh, in, uh, since, since the since the last loss, especially going into such a huge game. Here's Cam Hayward from the Steelers locker room. Today, didn't you? Yes. Why? I mean, you usually get the, the first day off, don't you? I've had a plenty of time off. Um, feeling pretty good. And, and trying the right way. What to do with setting a tone, a leadership tone? It's part of it, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, I, I just gotta be more there for my guys. And what about the perception that there's dissension in this locker room? Screw perception. You know, we, we got a job to do. Uh, we lost our last two, but uh, we're on the Indianapolis. So there's no dissension. Hey, you know, pretty strong words about guys needing to step up after after the last game, saying some guys, you know, think they're going to win just because they're wearing the, the black, the black and gold. How do you guys challenge that in the locker room to the players that you got that you do want more about? From? We, we need to step up. Um, you know, I don't think anybody's you know safe from that. Uh, you look at it as we gave up 21 points on defense. That's way too many. Um, any defender who thinks that you know they're not responsible for it, man, I think that's doing everybody a disservice. We uh, all have a job to do. We all have a part to play. Uh, and we've got to be better because of it. Wow. What, what is what is Mike Tomlin like in these parts of the year? You guys have, have kind of been at crossroads before, where you know you got to turn it on and make a playoff run, win a yeah. division. What is he like in these times? Uh, he's consistent. Um, I don't have to, you know, you know, think otherwise and think he's, you know, plotting some different course. I think it's just staying ahead, staying afloat, um, and allowing us to get better. So here's the here's here's the thing that I have about. Uh, about that, the consistency part that 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 Cam Hayward preaches preaches right there. This is I I think that there's a merit to that to saying hey we're not we're you know you know your job and you have to do your job and again that's the bottom line here. The Steelers aren't losing these games because they have to to completely change who they are. They're losing these games because they're not doing the stuff that's right in front of them. They're not they're not winning simple matchups. Devontae KZ not making an interception when he's put in the perfect position to make it and allowing a touchdown to be thrown right past him. You know, things like that. 
that's where the Steelers have to have to step up. And I think that that's where the challenge is clear. You hear it from Cam Hayward when he's talking there. Th- these guys aren't going to be babied. They're not going to be, you know, Mike Tomlin's not going to check up on them and say, like, and, ma- and make sure they're doing every little thing every little time. He's not going to micromanage every little, little second there, but he is going to challenge them and say, hey, I need you to meet this bar. Meet this bar because, because you're a professional. And that's something that we talked about after the game when I talked about uh, with uh, Michael Smith, uh, former ESPN uh, uh, you know, media member who now is with Amazon. I was talking with him and he made this observation. He's like, I think Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL because he, he challenges guys to meet this, meet the standard. He challenges guys to rise up to it, but he's not going to baby them. But sometimes there's players who don't respond to that kind of coaching. And what do you do in those situations? And it seems like right now the, 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 the response to that is keep challenging them the same way. And that's where I think that this could get dangerous for the Steelers is that, if this isn't if this isn't heard, this is the chance for the this this is the chance for the Steelers to say, hey, no, 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 we do buy into things. We've been messing up. We can clear this up. But if this if that message isn't heard, if it, if there isn't a response from uh, from from the players that aren't really leaders right now to to step up and imp- improve in their roles, that could be that could be the sign that things that things fall off for the first time at the end of the year uh, to to put the Steelers at maybe even having a losing record for the first time since two thousand and three. Um, and I think that that's where the the, the challenge is coming from the leaders and key among them, you know, Cam Hayward. T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, but the team also needs new leaders to emerge. And Minka Fitzpatrick, he's he's become that guy. He stepped into that role. He's a vocal leader. He's an on the field leader. He's an off the field leader. He does all the things he's supposed to do. You know about Watt. You know about Hayward. And I, I think other role guys like Alex Highsmith, they've come along. I think Patrick Peterson at, le- at least has become a good veteran. If you don't believe me that Patrick Peterson's been playing much better this year, go, this year go back and look at some of the film work by Nick Farabar, our buddy at SteelersNow.com. He's pointing that out that. Patrick Peterson's actually playing very well, very well lately, but they need guys like that on the offensive side of the ball. And I think, you know, that's where some new leaders must arise very soon for the Steelers. And they don't have to be superstars, but set the tone, be the person that, that people that get that people get behind on the offensive side of the ball. Is there a guy like that? It doesn't seem like it right now. Um, and I think it's clear, it's very clear. Deontay Johnson isn't that guy. You know, he's not the lead. He could be a playmaker, and we've seen him be a playmaker, but he's not the guy that's going to galvanize the troops and everyone get behind. And if you go back to that clip where I showed Broderick Jones, who I asked him about leadership, who did he mention? He specifically mentioned Isaac Sayamalu, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky. It was very interesting that he didn't say Najee Harris. Granted, Najee Harris didn't practice on, on Tuesday officially, and you know, maybe maybe that was because of that. And he's quoted Najee Harris a lot this year as being a leader who's set up some a lot a lot of the meetings so that there are guys there but i also think that pat frymuth could be in that conversation of offensive leaders but there has to be people who step forward and become those leaders for the offense if this group is going to come is going to take a step forward and this is part of the challenge that i think that again i think comes back to mike tomlin i get the coaching style i get the i get the the the, the approach and how it's worked for him all his all throughout his his whole career but he has to get some guys on offense and not just one, but at least two guys who can, who can be the people that, that say, Hey, get behind us. We're going to, we're, we're going to make this happen. Um, and he has to develop those leaders very soon. If not this season, it has to come be manifested by next season, or you're never going to see, you're going to see progress there. And let's, let's be real. 
what gets the defense through so many of its toughest moments? It's the leaders. It's Minka Fitzpatrick. Even when he was on the sideline, I think it was the Packers game where he like he was the one telling Terrell Austin, "Hey, let's switch to this defense uh, for the last play of the game because we wanted." To, no, I think it was the Titans. No, it was the Packers game. There's so many close games this year; it's ridiculous. But you get my point. Minka Fitzpatrick, even when he wasn't on the field, was being a leader. T.J. Watt is a leader. Cam Hayward is is a leader. Carry the flag. Get the guys behind you in in that effort. And then that. But on top of that, the the leading point the saying the right things the the being the right thing you also have to be a producer on the field and let's face it nobody has consistently produced on offense to being that and i think that there was a hope that kenny pickett could have become that after the way that he played in the preseason i think that's why they voted him to be offensive captain for for the team and how they, they went they went forward by that but somebody needs to step up and do that and take charge and and, and hold hold other people accountable while being accountable themselves and not just saying, hey, that's on me, but going out there and saying, hey, that was before it was on me. But right now, this success, this is because we worked for it and we and we got there. That's something that has to happen right now for this Steelers team or this season will fall apart. And I know there's some people out there saying it's already falling apart, Chris. It's done. It is not falling apart until you are out of the playoffs because – I could go back to you go back to the, the, the year that they won a Super Bowl under Bill Cower. So when they when they dropped the seven and five, so many people threw the playoffs out the window because they had to win out and they had to have all these things. They, they had to do all these things to make it. And they did it. And I'm not saying this team's going to the Super Bowl. There's no way they're doing that. This is not the team to do that. But I don't think this, this season's completely lost. We've seen we've seen this team play poorly and bounce back from it. The way they played, the way they played against the Niners early this season. And then they, they they bounce back with wins. The way they played against the Texans, they bounce back with wins. They play the way they played the Jaguars, bounce back with wins. That's again why I thought the Patriots lost was unprecedented because when they've lost to a really bad team like the Cardinals in years past, they've always bounced back with with, with a win. Now you've lost it back to back games, and that's why the bleeding has to stop now for the for the Steelers if they're going if they're going to take something forward. And so we could talk about leadership and everything else and all these intangibles and bring these things. But if they don't do things on the field, it don't matter who gives the nice speech or people get behind if you don't make changes on the field and find ways to win. I'll talk about two things that the Steelers need to address right away that go right into this, this upcoming game, one on each side of the ball that play huge into this, where guys do have to step up in major situations. And if they do, I think it sets the stage for the team getting hitting the reset button, getting back in control of their season, and handling their business moving forward. We'll get to what those two things are here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Stick with us. We still have a lot to discuss. But first, I want to remind you this show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America with the easiest and most exciting way to play daily, daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more or less than on two or two to six player stat projections and you start watching the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the fun new daily fantasy game that everyone needs to start playing right now. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball across what's called the Specials League. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey. If you have a 10.5 combo of combined three-pointers made by LeBron James and catches made by Travis Kelsey, you just say more or less on those stat projections, and you can watch your winnings roll in. And Prize Picks has a reboot policy that allows your entries to stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half but doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only 
daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. That's why you got to download prize picks today. And they don't just do the NFL and the NBA. They do college football, college basketball, NHL, so much more. Get prize picks right now. Download the app on your phone or go to prizepicks.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports or specifically go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. When you get there, use the code locked on NFL, all capital letters, all one word, and you'll get a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL with code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We continue our episode here focusing on the Steelers and what they need to do moving forward. Let's get back to the field because I wanted to do leadership talk because I think that's such a big component of what the Steelers are dealing with right now is finding the leaders, finding the right tone, changing the tone of the season. But that also has to translate on the field. So let's talk about one on defense and one on offense. I'll start with the defense because that's the group that has to win football games for this team. The off We knew going into this season, if the offense was going to make an improvement, that's great. But the most of this offense was probably going to improve to was middle of the league, and they haven't done that. So the group that needs to, that needs to hold the line and needs to be able to win the games, it's going to be the defense. And the defense, past two weeks, hasn't been good enough to, to, to win games. And as Cam Hayward said, you know, they're giving up 21 points. That's too much. That's on them. They have to be better. So let's talk about a specific problem that Mike Tomlin even addressed himself and said that the Steelers would address throughout preparation this week. It's tight ends. And I know that there's some people like, oh, great, it's tight ends. They've always killed us. They, the Steelers have always get, you know, been killed by tight ends. That actually hadn't been the case uh, up and up until recently. The Steelers, when they drafted Terrell Edmonds, they were able to, to concoct a, a plan, especially when Terrell Edmonds was combined with Mika Fitzpatrick. They started to limit tight ends for years. And in fact, this year, before these past three games, and I throw in three games for a reason, I'll explain why, they were one of the better covering tight end defensive teams in the NFL. As it stands right now, they are still allowing the ninth fewest touchdowns to tight ends in in football. They've allowed five total, but four of those five have come in the last three games. You had two to Hunter Henry last week with the Patriots, one to Trey McBride, who just chewed them up in the Cardinals game, and then one to Drew Sample uh, in the Bengals game. Now, Drew Sample was also kind of a fluky play where it was kind of just like it bro- broke down, and that wasn't exactly like you know a tight end just mossing and uh, you know an unprepared defender or whatever. That was that was kind of a different situation, but still. That tight end production, they had kept that in check all season long. And that's where I'm like, like, man, like that's something that you have to be able to lock down. And again, Tomlin said it himself during his press conference. He's like, that's something that they have to prepare for. And there's different ways that they, they could go about this. You know, if a Landon Roberts is back and healthy, does he help with that? Does Michael Walker? I think Michael Walker has tried to help with that. It hasn't gone too well. And that's why they're talking about what they need to do. But, you know, they brought in Blake Martinez and Miles Jack. Do either of them help with it? Or is it a focused plan where it's a team effort where maybe one of those linebackers teams up with Shannon Sullivan or DeMonte KZ or Mika Fitzpatrick or somebody that takes it, that, that takes it away? I think it's going to be a, com- a combined effort where they're going to be mix- mixing up different looks to get people there. I also wouldn't be shocked if Patrick Peterson was included on that because, again, he's been putting up pretty good co- coverage numbers in the past couple months. And that's where I think the Steelers might say, hey, you know what? Let's move things around. He's a smart cornerback. Let's put him in different positions and see and see how he plays. That's something I'm going to be watching for. 
How do the Steelers respond to covering tight ends in this game? Because if they don't respond the right way and they get chewed up by the tight ends, and Mike Tomlin talked about how the Colts, they like to use their tight ends, that could be a big problem. Gardner Minshew chewing them up. That would be disastrous for this game on the road that they absolutely have to have. Be looking out on the on the defensive side of the ball for how they cover the tight ends and how they cover in general, but especially the tight end position and how they try to limit the run in, in that game. Now let's look to the offense. One, they got to be able to get back to the run game. Now, granted, they've been they've been getting behind double digits against these past these past two opponents, so the run game has kind of not as been of a factor late late on. But they still have to be more dominant there. But even when if they are more dominant, Mitchell Trubisky has to have a clue to where he's good going. He looked lost on Thursday night, and granted, short week quick week that he had to get prepared for. And that's, and we said going into that game, the Patriots defense is still pretty good, even though their record is, is, is terrible as, as an overall team. But now that he's had nine days since the game, he's had time to work, time to practice, time to focus. He has to be able to do the simple stuff. Take the, the simple things that are there. This Colts defense can be, can make plays at times, but they are not a, t- a defense that, that, that should be dominating you. And granted, we saw some of the problems with Pickett throughout the season where he wasn't taking the layups at times. But this is crunch time. This is an NFL veteran that you're paying $10 million to be there and to be on your bench to be ready for this specific moment where they need you to come up with wins. He's had an extended week. You need to see a coordinated, focused effort from Mitch Trubisky. That's something that ha- – and it doesn't mean dominance. I'm not talking about a, f- a three-touchdown performance like Joe Flacco gave the Browns. Uh, uh, but – I'm talking about simply moving the ball, winning on third downs more often than than, than not, keeping drives drives alive. Do the things that actually Kenny Pickett did against the Bengals, and f- find a way to keep this the same drives. Move move the ball, get get the yards, and you know, and and also, I mean, if you go back to I, I, Kenny Pickett wasn't great in the first half against the Cardinals, but there were times they moved the ball there. But since that that first half. There hasn't been that. There's been nothing like that. And that's where the focus has to be is to is to, is to finish even when you do get that. Like, like let's say they get back to where they were playing against the Bengals and they got their 400 yards of offense and everyone was celebrating that. But still at the end of the day, we said and we said that on this show, they only had 16 points. You can't win too many games with 16 points. You need it. You need at least in the 20s. That's the threshold that this team needs to consistently be be meeting here, and that's where Mitch Trubisky has has to get them there. You know, it's you know them them not finishing drives even when they've started to execute. It's why the Bengals game was a squeaker. It's why they didn't develop a, a lead against the Cardinals uh, that, that that could have put them in a position to win that game and make all of this not matter as as much. But here we are. So if you're on defense, stop the tight ends. Get back to fixing that problem that used to be an asset for your defense and used to make them one of the better tight end stopping teams in the NFL um, go be- before their rush of, rush of injuries at linebacker and the obvious problems that they've had. But they need a plan for that, and they need the players to respond to the plan positively and and lead let that lead to production on, on the field. But on the offensive side of the ball, Mitch Trubisky has to come out looking focused and looking like he knows where he's supposed to go and everything's there. And again, it doesn't mean touchdowns galore. It just means not looking like he's you know, panicking and scanning the field and throwing up prayers that you know get intercepted or should be picked sixth the way that he did against the Patriots. Because if he comes out like that again, there will be the there there will be, I think, a chance for Mason Rudolph to come in come into the game and the Steelers 
I, I think I, I think are, are trying to make it sure that it doesn't have to come to, come to that um, because they want the guy they paid ten million dollars to to earn to earn that money and to be the backup quarterback that they, that they did. If they can do that, I think they have a chance to win this game because this is not a Colts team that's truly dominant. They've been competitive, but you can't. You but but in this in this situation, you can set everything right with winning a competitive football game. The same way they beat the Raiders, same way to beat the Titans, same way to beat the Packers, same way to beat the Browns, same way to beat the Ravens. Go out there, ex- execute your jobs, win your matchups, stay focused on the game, and finish the job. The Steelers do that. We'll be talking about this team differently after Saturday. But we still have a few days to get before there. We've got crossover Thursday tomorrow where we're going to talk with our host from Locked On Colts about this upcoming matchup. What are the Colts looking at here? Because this is a pivotal AFC wild card matchup that that's could set up the playoff stakes for either team or both teams. We'll get to all that here on the Locked On Steelers podcast on crossover Thursday. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critique. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, post-gazette.com. And find me here on the Locked On Steelers podcast Monday through Friday talking all things Pittsburgh Steelers here. We're back tomorrow with Crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast.